Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, the topic, Making It Happen. Stop trying so hard to make it happen. Stop doing so much. If doing so much is wearing you out or not achieving the desired results, stop thinking so much and so hard about it. Stop worrying so much about it. Stop trying to force, to manipulate, to coerce, or to make it happen. You know, a couple things come to mind. I think, first of all, uh, I think there's an inner child intuition sometimes knows that the thing that we're working so hard to make it happen is not going to fill, you know, the God-sized hole. I think the other thing is I went to a great meeting that talked about slogans and a couple that come up here is let go and let God, you know, uh, you know, from ACA pray and pray hard, um, and wear life like a loose garment. So, you know, I think even sometimes I put a lot of pressure, you know, I have a, a job that I do you know, during the day in analytics and I put so much pressure on this podcast and a lot of times it just happens when it happens and it usually does happen. Um, beating myself up or trying harder is not a very efficient or effective recipe, nor is it attractive. Back to the reading. Making things happen is controlling. It's also controlling. We can take positive action to help things happen. That's another word, keyword, positive. You know, don't have to make negative action. We can do our part. But many of us do much more than our part. We overstep the boundaries from caring and doing our part into controlling, caretaking, and coercing. You know, Bill Belichick and others who have really, um, you know, got into the school of stoicism, I think the big thing is um, do your job. That was something with the Patriots. I think that's part of, you know, we must do the simple things savagely, and that includes recovery. Controlling is self-defeating. It doesn't work. By overextending ourselves to make something happen, we may actually stop it from happening. Wow. Do your part in relaxed, peaceful harmony. I think get safe, get peaceful, and from there, move. Then let it go. Just let it go. Force yourself to let it go if necessary. Act as if. Put as much energy into letting go as you have trying to control. You'll get much better results. It may not happen. It may not happen the way we wanted it to and hoped it would. But our controlling wouldn't have made it happen either. Learn to let things happen because that's what they'll do anyway. And while we're waiting to see what happens, we'll be happier. And so will those around us. Today, I will stop forcing things to happen. Instead, I will allow things to happen naturally. If I catch myself trying to force events or control people, I will stop and figure out a way to detach. And sometimes that's lying down. Sometimes it's closing your eyes. Sometimes it's meditating. Uh, sometimes it's having fun. And oftentimes it's eating. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, the topic, learning to trust again. Many of us have trust issues. Some of us have tried long and hard to trust untrustworthy people. Over and again, we believe lies and promises never to be kept. Some of us try to trust people for the impossible. For instance, trusting a practicing alcoholic not to drink. I heard something in a meeting this morning. Pigeons will be pigeons, you know. And, you know, I, I, I was just having a talk. You know, I think there was this part of, like, wanting to f fix my parents' marriage. And it's just like I was thinking about Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, you know, the pinnacle of their profession that didn't fix their parents' marriage. And also... You know, let love, let others voluntarily evolve. Back to the reading. Some of us trusted our higher power inappropriately. We trusted God to make other people do what we wanted, then felt betrayed when they, that didn't work out. 
reminds me of step seven, you know, God help me change, bless other people. Some of us were taught that life couldn't be trusted, that we had to control and manipulate our way through. Most of us were taught inappropriately that we couldn't trust ourselves. In recovery, we're healing from our trust issues. We're learning to trust again. The first lesson in trust is this. We can learn to trust ourselves. We can be trusted. If others have taught us that we cannot trust ourselves, they were lying. Addictions and dysfunctional systems make people lie. We can learn to appropriately trust our higher power, not to make people do what we wanted them to, but to help us take care of ourselves and to bring about the best possible circumstances at the best possible times in our life. We can trust the process of life and recovery. We do not have to control, obsess, or become hypervigilant. We may not always understand where we're going or what's been worked out in us, but we can trust that something good is happening. When we learn to do this, we are ready to learn to trust other people. When we trust our higher power and when we trust ourselves, we will know who to trust and what to trust that person. Perhaps we always did. We just didn't listen closely enough to ourselves or trust what we heard. Today, I will affirm that I can learn to trust appropriately. I can trust my higher power, my recovery, and myself. I can learn to appropriately trust others too. And that concludes today's readings for Recovering My Inner Child. Till next time, this is Kulwan Saluja reminding me to pause because that's where God is, to feel my feelings, and to love and accept myself unconditionally.